Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Talking United. This week we have the Fulham game to cover and just the lineup on the Liverpool game. Then we'll go to break and talk about the transfer news because we don't have much to talk about today, games-wise. So to start it off, um, the game we played Wednesday, Fulham. Um, Cavani getting another goal is nice. It might have been a sitter, sitter that went off the goalkeeper, but still get a same guy on the score sheet. Yeah, but you know what I like with uh, with Cavani though is that he's in the right spot at the right time. You know, uh, he, he he seems to be a guy that is always in the right place. And even though he felt like a signing that was just made to happen, he's been a great addition. And I think he's going to be a really really good mentor to our young guys. So yeah. you know, I mean, I, honestly, I I think I'd rather see Cavani starting up front more than anyone else at this point. Yeah, and um, Pogba with a great goal to win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pogba, for some reason, some way, somehow, has found his form. And he is a man on a mission right now. I don't know what is going on with him. but I'm like, now do we keep him? (laughs) It's one of my biggest problems with Pogba is that he has these glimpses of brilliancy where he'll show up for five six seven eight games and then he goes back to not even being able to make the bench for two months or keep control of the ball right so which one's the real Paul Pogba you know what are we looking at here do we re-sign him to a contract does he still want out I mean I'd give it till the end of the year and see how he's still playing yeah the cloud of secrecy is right there with him and all of a sudden he came out and said well I think I'm very underrated well no you're not you're not playing well and all of a sudden he's playing well I'm like what's going on here yeah exactly yeah I mean I I can't I can't figure out which one is real Pogba you know I mean I have not seen him since he's been back at Manchester United put in a full year of quality play now everybody's going to have off games but, I mean, he goes through extensive periods of not just two or three games, but of a couple of months where he's just not playing. So, I mean, if, if this Paul Pogba wants to stick around, then please, by all means, stick around. But if you're just going to go back to you know how you were before and you couldn't even make the bench, then it's time to, to move on. Let us get our transfer money. Let us go out and get a, you know, Sancho. Um, Open Mancino, something along Open that nature Mancano. to, you know, upgrade our uh, our team. Yeah, and um, we gotta stop conceding early. I know we won, but we keep conceding early and putting the pressure on ourselves. Oh, that was a fifth minute goal. Yeah. I mean, that was so quick. I mean, a beautiful pass. Lookman with a great goal, but there we were again, Down. sitting on our back foot, and. It's another reason why, you know, and maybe it wasn't completely their fault, but I still want another center back uh, to, to be picked up this summer. You know, I don't think it's going to happen. Nobody's going to come to the team during the January transfer window that's going to make a huge difference. Let's not go that far. We heard Sanchez Price might be dropping. Yeah, but even they said that it wouldn't be till summer. Uh-huh. I mean, the, the price might come down, but I don't see them pulling any triggers on a major player to actually show up and, and fight for uh, any part of the team in January. Which is frustrating. 
Hey, we're first place. How frustrating do you want to be? Te- <laughs> technically, we're not because City has a game in hand. But who has the most points right now? Us. Manchester United. We yes. just need City to draw a game. Yes, that would be great. And they've been known to be up and down all over the place this year. So, you know, I love sitting in first. I love being in the title fight. Something we haven't gotten to, to cheer about for many, Since many the years. Fergie days. Yeah. Fergie, I miss you so um, much. I mean, uh, Bruno has not been showing up lately. Well, you could, today, that free kick he had was amazing. And I'm hoping that's bringing his confidence back because the last couple games haven't been that well. Oh, yeah. I mean, like again, everybody goes through ups and downs. I mean, look at, uh, you know, Sadio Mane and, and um, Salah. I mean, you got those guys. You're going to go through forms, up and downs. But if one person's slipping, another person is going to get right back up and into it. Yeah. Love seeing Greenwood get on the scoring sheet again. I think that was a big, big thing for him today. Bruno with that free kick. World-class finish. Yeah. Really needed that to come through today. And, and Rashford getting a goal that wasn't offside. Yeah, right? Rashford staying onside. That was just... That's what we need. <laughs> so many things that we feel like we need. You know, this is always, and it always will be, but sports is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately type game. of game. You know? And we always want the best from our players. And we always root them on which is why we are Man United till we die. But it was really good to see some of the guys who haven't gotten a goal lately to, to put one in the back of the net and, and make, a big, make a big change. Yeah, and um, Maguire, I don't know why he's playing well all of a sudden. He's actually going out to put his foot out for the ball. I don't know what's going on. You know, when we bought him, he was the most expensive defender in history, and we overpaid. We only paid for him. him eighty million. That wasn't the most expensive. Eighty million pounds. It was at that point. It was the most expensive. Van Dyke was actually less than him. Oh dang! Yeah. So you know, coming in, um, we overpaid for him because people knew that we needed people, and and honestly, people have been gouging us green, on prices. Well, it's for Greenwood's years. same tactic. Uh, we're going to lower, and then we're just going to buy into whatever they want. Yeah. Exactly. But take too long, and we don't get Sancho. <laughs> I. I tell you what, I still hope Sancho comes. I still think he's an amazing talent, but that's going to be for our second half of the podcast. Um, But, yeah, I mean, really good quality showings from the the Fulham game and the Liverpool game today. You know, I loved Dean in between the sticks. I want to see him play more. I want to see him get his time. Wait till the end of the season. The problem is you mess up with the backline chemistry is when you're moving in Dean mid-season because that's not making your back line confident of and it's all about what you work well, with. he's not going to take he's not going to take over the team but I want him to get as many quality starts well, like this. Well there's a reason we conceded last time is because Dean's not used to the backline chemistry that's why I'd like to give him a full off season. Before. Yeah. But you can't just let him sit on the bench. You let him sit on the bench and, and get stale. You know, you got to keep him fresh. He's got to get out there and see first team Cup action. games. No more. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't want to concede dumb goals or get the backline chemistry messed up with De Gea. Just let it be how it is. Yeah. Dean comes in. No, and, and you know, De Gea has been playing lights out this year. So I'll give that to him. And 
you know, I'll, I'll eat some crow because I thought he was really starting to get washed up. He's come through and battled through some injuries. I still want to see Dean. I would still like to see him move on this summer, but he's been a great goalkeeper this year. Yeah, and we needed some this offseason just to get some more money. Yeah. Because then we can make the moves, especially if we win the title, which we're still a long way away, so there's no you know guarantee there. Yeah. But if we were, then we really want to challenge for um, Champions League and try to go back-to-back. But, you know, we're only halfway through the season. Yeah, we, there's a lot of football yet to play. Yeah. And that's a good thing because when the season ends, I get a little bit sad for a few months until... Well, the nice thing was about last year is they came back really fast because of COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was really, really quick. Yeah, I mean... Soccer, I mean, I know they need a break, but I'm, I'm selfish that way, and I, I could watch it all year long, every Saturday. That's why Saturday. you have the MLS. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I mean, I'll, I'll take any soccer. I'm, I'm very, very happy with it. Yeah. We're coming up on Europa League soon, next month. Yep, drop down into, into Europa League. I believe our first game. February 17th. Yep, so that's coming up right around the corner. It's going to be a pretty good challenge, I think, overall. Yeah, Real Sociedad, I think, I want to say, I think we can beat them, but I don't want to underestimate them. No, no, you you definitely don't want to en- underestimate. And, you know, I mean, if we can go out and win, you know, the whole tournament, that's great. It'd be great to see um, Ole get his first part of silverware and finally get past that semifinal. Yeah, I want Man United to put some silverware back on our shelves, you know. I, and, and this year, I feel like we're going to be battling it f- up until the end. You know, I, I want to see us come out on top so bad it hurts. So we just got to keep doing what we're doing. Paul Pogba has to keep playing how he's playing, and I think we've got a real shot at it. Yeah, the nice thing is our next couple of games are a little bit easier after Arsenal. Yeah. And we have Sheffield, which I think we can beat at home. But I'm hoping. They're, I mean, they're not looking that great, but you know, the, as soon as you look past a lower-quality opponent... That's the one that you slip up and lose, and you end up having a, a big problem with. Yeah, and um, I don't know. Title race, I think Liverpool might be knocked out for now. I'm not going to say that They're at all. They're down six points at the moment. Yeah, which is two games. That's a lot with how consistent every team's been lately. Well, I mean, you got to look. Man- Manchester United started completely, I mean... 18th. Inconsistent, yeah, like 16th. terrible, right? And then we, we became consistent. Man City's dipped, and then they've come back up. Well, no, they've had games in hand. They were they've been two games behind. Yeah, but they still haven't looked great like they have before. Yeah, Leicester's looked pretty solid all year. You know, it's crazy. We get called uh, Manchester United or Varchester United. You know, there's guess what team has more pens than us? Huh? Leicester, <laughs> and they haven't been talked about once. No, you know, you always end up picking on the big guys. But there's one thing that I've noticed is, you know you're in a title race and other teams are starting to get nervous when they're finally pointing you guys out. Yeah, yeah, they, they want the, the referees to stop making calls for you. They're worried about you. They want to try to knock you down a peg. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, people are trying to put more focus on that so that we don't get as many. And they're, you know, in turn... Um, don't get those extra goals that have secured us these wins. Before now, other fans weren't talking about us, and all of a sudden now they're nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 
It's it's it's an interesting run when it all comes through. Um, I I get Ole wants us to stay calm. How come he went from I think we can we can still be in a title race to top four? I don't know. I mean, I think I, I think he's confident that we can be in the title race all the way through. I, I think he doesn't want to get the boys over their head. And what I'm saying is, if you think we're title contenders, I need to see that every game. Yeah. Don't just say top four and then back off. No, I want to see consistency of attacking, especially against top six teams. Because we have, did we score in the Leicester game? Yeah, we did. We have two goals against the top six. Yeah. One was one pen by Bruno when we lost six to one. And then one by Leicester. Yep. Besides that, we have no goals against the top six. Besides the FA Cup, but... Yeah, we, we've got that. to produce goals against top opponents if we're going to finish out this year the way that we want to finish it out. Yeah, because we still have Liverpool again, Manchester City again, Chelsea again, Leicester again. All the big teams. Yeah, and I, I tell you what, man, I live every day... That I get to wake up on the weekend and watch my team play. I'm yeah. a very, very happy guy. I love the two-week games. <laughs> who, yeah, we play Arsenal. I want to see us beat them this time. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. As I was looking at uh, Willian, who got you know moved over yeah. from Chelsea this, this year. Yeah. Not a single goal. I thought he scored in the first game. No. Oh, it must have been an assist. Yeah. I believe that's what I read the other day. It's just—it's just so funny how you get these guys who have been such great players on other teams, and then it just doesn't always work out when yeah, they I move. Yeah, I thought that was the perfect. We—we we know that. Look at uh, Sanchez and look at Di Maria, and I mean the, the list of people that we've made mistakes on and just butchered. Yeah, I, but yeah, I thought Woolian was going to be great for Arsenal. Yeah, I did. I did too. Um, I think it's time to go to a break. All right, we'll go into the break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little transfer news. Um, one transfer that was a little shocking, uh, that uh, Manchester United did not get a player that they thought was uh, for sure going to be locked in uh, that went to a uh, little bit lower-level team. So we'll talk about that, talk about some upcoming uh, transfer targets that Manchester United has on the horizon. Uh, drop in overall um, price that people are asking for a certain individual. Got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Come back and uh, we'll uh, sort everything out. All right, guys. See you back in a, in a, after the break. Hey, guys. Welcome back from the break. And um, before we start all this transfer news, one thing um, we might try out is maybe doing a midweek podcast. Now that um, during midweek games, because Anchor has a thing where you can invite... Um, someone on another phone and talk so we might try that out don't know now on to the transfer news yep so there's a report that came out um and it's confirmed and set uh but manchester united had been in battle with a couple of other teams overall um and actually had lost out to brighton um of all teams that honestly lower league no lower in our league Ah. yeah so Brighton has actually picked up Moises uh, Casido. So, you know, it, it's funny, and I can't figure out why, but again, we're dealing with another midfielder. Uh, they pick him up for about four and a half million pounds. Yeah, I knew he wasn't going to be expensive. Right, but, I mean, we've got Pellistri, who's on our team. Who's, he's right winger. Yeah, and he's looking to get loaned out this month until the end of the year. I like that. We should also loan out Daniel James. Yeah, James is on there, um, but I, I don't understand our fascination 
with midfielders. Uh, Vanderbeek asked for a loan offer and it got blocked. Is that confirmed? I'm almost certain. I saw it on uh, one football. Interesting. Because yeah, I've read a couple things, but I've also heard that he was okay. He knows, I mean, from. I'm sure he's okay, but I heard there was a loan offer and United declined. Yeah. Well, I know that he's had conversations with Ole. Mm-hmm. And he understands that his time's coming. He understands there's going to be a role for him in the My team. My question is, is Ole lying? No, I don't think so. I think Ole is a pretty straight shooter when, when it comes to because it overall. I feel like Vanderbeek's got to start getting annoyed at this point. It's been months. I mean, I was happy to see him start today. Yeah. You know, I mean, take every bit of action. And the thing that, that anyone has to do when they get a chance off, when they're, when they're not a regular starter... Make the most of your opportunities. Then he got subbed off for Bruno to get the game-winning free kick. And that was a beautiful kick. Oh, it was a beautiful kick. But anyway, we don't need another midfielder. Um, I I get that we are going for younger guys, trying to save money now, build them up, and turn them into world-class talents. But... There, you don't need 46 midfielders fighting for one spot. Like It just it just doesn't make sense at, at that point. Yeah, and Fred and McTominay are still young. Yep, they're still young on there. McTominay, I've been extremely happy with lately. That's been going really, really well. So Fred is starting to lose it, I feel like, lately. I, I think he's he still there. He's having a good start. Like get, Let Vanderbeek play a game because I feel like Fred's just not playing as well. Yeah. Well, let's look at some of the transfer news. Um I know there has been a, I mean, we've been after Upamancano yeah. for, God, feels like forever. Yeah. He's got the $38, $38 million or 38 million pound release clause that kicks in this summer. The Red Devil, sorry, not the Red Devil, sorry, Liverpool, yeah. they're not going to go for him. Really? Uh, nope, not, not in this transfer window. They, so they need a backup center back. They do, but they don't want another guy to be... I, I mean, it, for for us, he would come in and start, I think. I'd have to see what Ole's plans are. Yeah. Well, Ole's plans have got to be to get rid of, you know... Lindelof? Yeah. I mean, they just, they, they're they consistent for a game, and then they're not. Just let Bayi play till the end of the season, bring him Upa Mancano. Well, and it's funny because... Um, Oh man, I am butchering names, but Kulabali, Kulabali, yeah, he the Napoli is still asking for almost a hundred million for him. Yeah, like, dude's not going to play more than like two more years. Twenty nine years old, he could still have two or three good years left in him, but that's just too much money for a twenty nine year old for us to invest. When I can get an Umpa Mancana for thirty eight. Yeah, and they're also looking. Rafael uh, Varane from Real Madrid wants to leave. He wants a new challenge. Who? Varane. 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 Isn't he getting old? No, he's young. Uh, so, I mean, if we can go through... Uh, I'm and thinking I, about Ramos. I thought Verano Oh, yeah, no, know. Ramos, yeah. No, that's a whole different one. But I would love to see somebody like that. And again, guys, I'm sorry. I, I watch as much soccer as possible, and I still butcher names. Um, but I, I definitely do my best. <laughs> so... You know, there there's a lot of there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of talks of center backs. Um, but again... One of the big ones that had a uh, price cut for what West Ham are going to be asking, um, you're looking at uh, Delian Rice. Declan Rice. Declan. Jeez Louise. West Ham. I am. I am West Ham. What did I say? West Brom. Did I say West Brom? Yes. That's my fault, guys. But Rice was, they were asking 80 million pounds. They've dropped it to 50. I don't want Declan. 
It's another midfielder. It's another midfielder. You already have so many world-class midfielders. Yes. So, but again, us, uh, you got the Red Devils and Chelsea looking at trying to put in bids on him. Yeah. But again, if we're going to get him, we've got to sell two or three midfielders. Lingard is looking to head out this month. Yeah, and Pereira's gone at the end of the season. But with Lingard, they're talking loan move. I'm hoping it's a loan to buy. Yeah, like Pereira's a guaranteed loan to buy, you said? Yes. So we're going to get $20 million off yep. Pereira at the end of the season. We're just we're going to have so much money, and what's-his-name has to make it up this offseason for how big he's saying, let's wait till the summer transfer window. Gr- no, not Greenwood. Idiot we all hate. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Our sports director. Oh, you're talking, okay. Okay, you're talking sporting directors and not... Uh, no, our uh, what's our dude's name? Why are we drawing a blank right now? The, I, I hate this dude. I should know his name. <laughs> Woodward. There we Jeez go. Jeez Louise, yeah, talk Woodward. about a little bit of a brain fart. Uh, he's been saying let's wait till the... He has so much anticipation for the summer window. Do something then, because last season you said you were getting Sancho by, like, August 8th. Yeah, well, I mean, and and again, you've got to see that for us, and we've been saying this, and everybody's been saying this around the world, you can't have a top club like Manchester United without a proper sporting director. And I thought, we want a new sporting director. We do, and there's, from everything that I've heard, that's still on the cards. Then do it right now. Oh, I would love to have them pull it off and make that happen right now. Let's get it done before the summer transfer window. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to put him in, I would want to see him in by April or May. Yeah, and yeah. he'll have the summer transfer window to work with. Yep, give him the money, let him take a look, see what they've got. I mean, looking at all the different articles, there is absolutely no news regarding our search form right now. Yeah. So it's kind of just a wait and see. I mean, I think we're all... Just sitting there waiting, going, is it going to happen or not? Um, you know, What's their name? Can they finally sell? Uh, Glazers, just sell, please. <laughs> I doubt when they're going to let anybody go. When are they finally going to let us be? Oh, man, I would be so happy with that. Absolutely just through the roof if they left. Take, take the Glazers. Take Woodward. Give us a fresh start. Man, that'll never happen for a while. No, but we can dream. We can absolutely dream. Ah, it's good times. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, transfer window, you know, if we've got Cavani into next year, that's great. I'm still a fan of trying to maybe put up Martial and sell him this summer transfer window, bring in some funds. You know, we've got Greenwood, we've got Rashford. I don't want Martial gone if we're not going to bring in Sancho. That's the only way I'll even consider it because then you also need another striker. you got to remember, only Cavani only has one more season, and we're going to be back in Champions League most likely next season. So we're playing two games a week, and Cavani doesn't have that stamina. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think he's still got no. it. No. Have, have, did you see this year's Champions League? I did. He couldn't do it. Yeah. We've he's, got to, we've got to get like something. He's like 37. No, he's, no not. he's not that old. I'm no. sorry. No, he's not. He's not that old at all. He's 33. I think That's what he is, old in soccer age, though. It's, it's older, and you're talking to a 40-year-old, so watch it. <laughs> I said in soccer age. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we, have, we definitely have a lot of moves that we need to make. We need a new center back. We need to get rid of some midfielders. Get a winger if Greenwood's not going to play well enough. Yeah, 
get a new winger, bring that in. The problem is now we have three wingers, and who do we put on the bench? Well, no, because Greenwood can come off the bench as another position. Never mind. I mean, Greenwood's going to make that 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 spot though, where he's going to be like Sancho. Where I mean, he's already touted as one of the biggest up-and-coming talents in the world. Yeah. So now it's just time for consistency, game time, and results. Last year's results were amazing. Him and James were great last year. Now James was okay last year. No, he well he started off great. Started off great, then slipped. Greenwood, I mean, his numbers last year were were just. And then he did amazing. that thing during the. Ever since he yeah when he got on the England team and that happened, he has had a downward spiral. Yeah. Yep. So that's definitely been tough. But I don't know. If you're looking at this, do you prioritize a right winger like Sancho? No. Or a center back? Center back. Okay. But we're also going to have so much money we can get both. I don't think, but you got to, we still don't have fans. We're still not getting that revenue. We're also having Pereira. I mean, we are going to, but you, that's going to that's gonna even out our books. No, I th- we still have all that money from the transfer window we didn't spend, so we have that money for next But, year. I mean, our last, our quarterly result, quarterly results that came in was we lost like $70 million. We suck at saving money. <laughs> so we've the got a... The one thing we're supposed to be good at with these cheap manager owners, and they can't even do that right. I mean, you've got people that want Phil Jones. They want Jesse Lingard. Stop holding out for the moon for them. Let these guys go. Get their wages off of our books. Get some money in the bank. Yeah. You know, let's make that change happen. Yeah. So we can make some moves in the offseason. Yeah, absolutely. I was so disappointed with last ones. Yeah, it was, it was definitely... I was convinced till the day of the deadline we had him. Oh, so did I. I thought there was no way that we did not have Sancho coming in. And yeah. when that deadline day came and went, my jaw hit the floor that he was still Dortmund. Yeah, and when he came down on that plane, I'm like, hey, he's here, he's here. Shoot, it's a birthday. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe that it didn't end up happening. So, you know, it, it's, it's the tough part. You're a fan of a team. You want the best for your team. We're Our part of... Make it harder than ever. I mean... We're lucky enough that we love a team like Manchester United that is one of the wealthiest clubs in the world. But we don't know how to spend our money. Yeah, we have not figured that out to save our life. We have proven that. Actually, Woodward has proven that for the last X amount of years. See, this is why we need a sporting director. Even though we don't, we don't like to spend lots of money, the owner says, look, and, look here, you got ni- 60 to $90 million. Go out there and get me a right mid and center back. That's good, and that's what they're good at finding. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. It'll it'll be interesting to see exactly you know what comes down, what happens. But let's see what this uh, upcoming summer does. I don't think we're going to see anything happen. Upcoming um, summer for the the transfer window coming up. Because like I said, I don't think anything's going to happen during the, the transfer window right now. January, you said upcoming. That's January. Uh, summer. Upcoming summer. You don't think anybody anything's coming this summer? No, no. I think that's what I'm saying. This upcoming summer is when our moves will happen. Uh, you said the opposite of that. You said I, I don't think anything's going to happen this upcoming summer. No, I said wait for this upcoming summer. No. Ah, uh, well, we will listen to this podcast again and see who's right. But this summer, I think, is when we're going to make our major moves. I think that's when we're going to see our center. But back. we need one more move to be. In the title race, I mean, we. But 
to boost us. Yeah, but Ubermancano, they're not letting him go until summertime. We can make a bid for him now. We can get him now, but we're not going to get him till summer. Mm-hmm. Sancho's not going to come. So mm. if you're going to get anybody, it's I mean, going to be... To be honest, it might be smart for Dortmund to get him off the books right now. He's not playing well. Oh, I, he's actually ticking up. Oh, he picked it up finally. He has picked it up. He's starting, to, he's starting to get it going. I mean, of course, it brings his price up, but he couldn't hit an open net, so I'm happy to see that. So, yep. I, uh, I'm, I'm giving my fingers crossed that everything just will all come through and, you know, coming up this summer, it'll just end up being a really, really good transfer window because I don't feel like we've had a a solid transfer window at all in a long time. And I really want to see them make that move and bring in not the players that Woodward thinks is successful, but I want what Ole wants. Ole needs to be the deciding factor on who comes in. That's why Leeds work so well with their moves. They let Bielsa help. Yeah, we, we, we've got to run it like that. It'll be a lot smoother. So, Anyways, all right. So next week, we've got two games. A lot longer podcast. A lot longer podcast. We're going to break things down a lot more. Um, but, you know, I haven't seen anything coming in here for the transfer window in January, nothing solid. Yeah, if something happens, we'll break it. Yeah, well, well yeah, so if we get a major transfer, you know, we're going to be down that day breaking it down, seeing what we think. Most um, likely the Arsenal when we do the next podcast. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, love to hear from you on Twitter. Go ahead Twitter, go ahead and hit us up at uh, Talking United. Uh, ask us any questions possible and we look forward to the next time. Yep. All right, guys. Have a great Have weekend. A, yep.